Do you struggle to make time to rest and remember God? Let's talk about it. Hey, this is Sheree at Bible Project. In today's episode, we're reflecting on the meaning and importance of rest. As we explore Sabbath and the ancient festival of Jubilee, we find principles that are vital for all of us today. Listen in. Hey everyone, this is Tim Mackey at The Bible Project. And for anybody who's tried to read through the Bible, starting with the Old Testament, you know that the book of Leviticus, the third book in the Bible, is one of the toughest to get through, at least for modern readers. It's packed with hundreds of ancient covenant laws that God gave to the people of Israel like over 3,500 years ago. But when we learn how these laws that are very strange to us, when we learn how they're designed, and how they explore the main themes of the biblical story, they can become sources of real uh, wisdom for us. Let me show you what I mean. So in Leviticus chapter 25, we get a long set of regulations about the Israelite festival of the Jubilee. And to understand that, we actually need to turn back to Genesis 1 and upload the meaning and importance of God's seventh day rest in the creation story. The seventh day is when creation is brought to completion, and there God rests and rules the world, then through his beloved human images in a world of order and abundance forever and ever, amen. Now, humans soon find themselves exiled from Eden and from the seventh day rest, and so God chooses Israel and invites them to experience every seven days a small taste of Eden. It's called the Sabbath. The seventh day is when nobody works, whether they're rich or poor, whether they're animal or human. Everybody stops and has this meal to celebrate and to honor the God of creation who provides us with everything that we need. So the seventh day is like a forced stop. It forces us to remember that, yes, our work is important in providing for ourselves and the people around us, but it also reminds us that our ultimate survival and well-being don't depend on our labor, but rather ultimately on God's provision of life and breath and strength and stability. So Israel was to practice the Sabbath every seven days, but there's more. In Leviticus chapter 25, we learn that every seven years, all debts were to be canceled. Just stop and think about that for a second. And in addition to that, anyone who had gone into slavery because of debt, that was a really common practice in the ancient Near East, they were to be set free too. It's like a supercharged Sabbath rest. And there's still more. Included in that seven-year super Sabbath, there is rest for the land. The Israelites were not supposed to plant any new crops in the seventh year. Instead, they're to leave these fields to grow whatever they happened to produce And that's what they get to eat in the seventh year. Now, if that sounds like the Garden of Eden to you, you are right. That's the whole point. This seven-year Sabbath is a dramatic replay of life in the garden. It's living off what God naturally provides through the land's own potential without any human intervention. And if you're an ancient farmer who survives off of the land 
this is probably not beautiful and inspiring. It sounds ridiculous, and it's about to get more intense. Because every seven times seven years in Leviticus chapter 25, that is in the 49th year, you celebrate first the seventh seven-year rest for one year, and then once it turns to the 50th year, you do another year of rest for a second year. So for two years, you let the land just sit there, growing like an uncultivated garden. It's the super, supercharged Sabbath for the land. So why would God tell them to leave the land to be productive on its own terms for so long? And of course, it's on purpose. Humans have this way of working really hard to accomplish things. And over time, because it requires so much effort and creativity, we begin to slowly think that the results all come from our effort. We begin to think that we are responsible for our own survival and well-being. And in one sense, yes, that's true. Uh, we're all called to take up responsibility and provide for ourselves and for other people. But in another sense, we are not ultimately responsible for our own survival. I'm not even responsible for my own existence. I didn't bring about my own birth. I didn't provide myself with a home to grow up in or the food that I was raised on. I didn't even provide my own education. I received all of these things from others and through them, ultimately, from God. And so anything of value that I create in this world is made from borrowed energy and opportunity that I was given as a gift. And so the Jubilee and the Sabbath principles are about reminding us that while humans are the image of God, we are not God. And every breath that we take, every bite of food that we intake, and every bit of value we create in the world is actually the gift of God. And it's when we forget that everything is a gift that we didn't create that's when we start to think of ourselves and other people in really distorted and destructive ways. And so this is surely why, much later in the Bible, Jesus invited people who are weary and burdened to come to him so they can find rest. So for a follower of Jesus, all of the effort it takes to follow him and to just live as a human ultimately needs to be rooted in the gift of Jesus himself. Jesus is the ultimate gift of Jubilee rest that transforms how we think about all of our work and effort. So there's so much more to say about the year of Jubilee, but that's enough for the moment. Let's just stop and ask ourselves, what kind of mindset do I have right now about my work and responsibilities in the week that, that lay ahead? Do my actions and my motives tell a story about how everything that I have, including my work, is a gift from God? Uh, or maybe you're out of work, or you wish you had a different kind of work to do. I wonder what just a day, a week, of stopping and celebrating life's basic things as a gift from God, I wonder what that could do for our hearts and for our minds. What if we really lived and worked from a place of rest, trusting that all of it is a gift of God? That's what the Sabbath and the Jubilee are all about. And so let's ponder and pray about these things as we go into the week ahead. Leviticus 25, 1-12, and 18-23 The Lord said to Moses at Mount Sinai, Speak to the Israelites and say to them, When you enter the land I am going to give you, the land itself must observe a Sabbath to the Lord. For six years sow your fields, and for six years prune your vineyards and gather their crops. But in the seventh year, 
The land is to have a year of Sabbath rest, a rest to the Lord. Do not sow your fields or prune your vineyards. Do not reap what grows of itself or harvest the grapes of your untended vines. The land is to have a year of rest. Whatever the land yields during the Sabbath year will be food for you, for yourself, your male and your female servants, and the hired worker and temporary resident who lives among you, as well as for your livestock and the wild animals in your land. Whatever the land produces may be eaten. Count off seven Sabbath years, seven times seven years, so that when the seven Sabbath years amount to a period of 49 years, then have the trumpet sounded everywhere on the 10th day of the seventh month. On the Day of Atonement, sound the trumpet throughout your land. Consecrate the 50th year and proclaim liberty throughout the land to all its inhabitants. It shall be a jubilee for you. Each of you is to return to your family property and to your own clan. The 50th year shall be a jubilee for you. Do not sow and do not reap what grows of itself or harvest the untended vines. For it is a jubilee and it is to be holy for you. Eat only what is taken directly from the fields. Follow my decrees and be careful to obey my laws and you will live safely in the land. Then the land will yield its fruit and you will eat your fill and live there in safety. You may ask, well, what will we eat in the seventh year if we do not plant or harvest our crops? I will send you such a blessing in the sixth year that the land will yield enough for three years. While you plant during the eighth year, you will eat from the old crop and will continue to eat from it until the harvest of the ninth year comes in. The land must not be sold permanently because the land is mine, and you reside in my land as foreigners and strangers. Leviticus 25, 1-12 and 18-23 Okay, now let's review. The ancient practices of Sabbath and Jubilee remind us that we are dependent on God for everything. All that we do, and everything that we have, is a gift from God. When we forget this, our relationships and even our environment can burn out under the pressure. So God calls his people to rest and remember that his provision is more than enough. For our reflection time today, I invite you to rest a moment. I have three prompts for you. Listen closely and feel free to pause if you'd like more time. Let's start by taking some deep breaths, remembering that every breath we take is a gift from God. When you inhale and exhale, reflect on God and your reliance on him. Okay, now let's invite God into an aspect of life that feels tired and worn down. Tell him one thing that's weighing on you and ask him for what you need. Okay, now let's end by reflecting on some of the gifts God has already given to meet your needs. What are some of the reasons you are thankful to Him today? I'm so glad you joined us for today's reflection. If you'd like to go deeper, visit bibleproject.com study. There you'll find all the other reflection questions that go along with today's message. In closing, let's pray. Jesus, you call us to come to you, to learn that you are gentle, not a slave driver, and that you're humble, never too proud to share. 
You are a generous giver and a faithful provider. In you we find true rest. But apart from you, we're exhausted. Lord, we admit we often forget to come to you to receive your gift of rest. Please forgive us and remind us again this week just how trustworthy you really are to give rest to those who rely on you. Amen. All right, today's message was by Tim Mackey. Today's show production and scripture reading was by Dan Gummel. Our theme music by Grant William Harold. And I'm Sheree Hayes, your host. If you enjoyed this episode, will you take a minute now to leave a review? Your reviews help others find the podcast. We truly read each and every one, and we're so encouraged when we hear from you. Bible Project is a crowdfunded nonprofit located in Portland, Oregon. We provide free resources to encourage everyone to experience the Bible as a unified story that leads to Jesus. It's free because of the generosity of people like you from all around the world. Thank you 